everybody and a very warm welcome to today's show it's quickbooks lab our online discussion about the world of accounting and especially quickbooks online uh today we've got a jam-packed episode for you we've got some great things to go through but before we go through that let's talk about people around the room so we have johan joining us johan do you want to tell everyone who you are where you are and how they can find you hello yeah johan from the on point accounting group uh quickbooks strategic partner and co-host for Ask the Accountant. You can find me there every Monday morning, 8.30am, or streaming into your ears from the podcast app on a Wednesday. And then uh, the rest of the time, I'm normally hanging around on LinkedIn. Mr. LinkedIn, as we like to call it. Ash, do you want to explain to everyone where they can find you, who you are, and what you can bring to the table? Thanks, Aaron. Yes, uh, Ash Beetson here, uh, co-founder of uh, NetTracker. Also a QuickBooks trainer, uh, do a little bit of bookkeeping, a bit of accounting stuff as well, and help you out, Aaron, now and again, if I get the chance. Wonderful, wonderful. And we should have Charlie here at some point. I think he's just finishing off in a meeting, so I'm sure he'll be joining us at some point. My name is Aaron Patrick. I am a chartered accountant, owner of a accounting firm called Boffix, QuickBooks trainer with a fancy new logo and that QuickBooks chap on YouTube. With some fancy new merch, maybe coming your way soon. So if you want to eat, sleep, and quit books, then we could be the place to, to do it. Um, yeah, so today, um, in fact, let me just quickly get over all the social rubbish and all that sort of stuff. First of all, we're live to the world at our regular time of 4.30 UK time. That's 10.30 US Central time, possibly. If you're listening to us back later, then why not think about joining us live? That way you can get involved with the show and ask us anything using the chat box. So we've got people in the chat box like Paul saying, afternoon, afternoon, Paul. Hope you're having a good day. Um, so if you've got any questions, then be there. Put some of those questions in there and make us keep us honest and ask some burning questions. Furthermore, we are also live on the podcast services around the world, so feel free to subscribe to your podcast of choice. Our agenda for today is as follows. Well, we've got some QuickBooks price increases to talk about. We all love a good price increase, so we'll have a little talk about that one. Uh, we're going to be talking about the landlord solution, if it's there or if it's not. We'll talk about that when we get to it. And we've got some new features in QuickBooks itself, including update spread spreadsheet sync and finally Johan will be happy because you get multi-company reporting in QuickBooks yay uh, over the pond we've got some opportunities to see some updates on how we can connect your sales channels including eBay Amazon Shopify and some extra as well and at the very end we have probably one of the most exciting parts of QuickBooks Labs on an annual basis our tradition now of making sure that we all understand what features have been released in the year and we will rank them accordingly 
So look forward to that at the end. All right, let's start off with the price increase. And so uh, have you guys heard of the price increase? Have you seen it? Have you had the emails come through? Yeah, yeah, we're all, all agreed. Awesome. All right, let me put it up on screen and we can have a little talk about it. So from the 12th of December 2022, the standard price of QuickBooks products will increase for, for businesses who purchase directly from QuickBooks website. And then we'll have a whole new wholesale billing for us accountants as well, which will take an effect from the 1st of February 2023. I've got rid of the wholesale pricing just in case mine's a little bit different to everyone else's. So I just thought I'd best uh, be a bit more what to call it on that one. Not sure my NDA on that particular point. But you can see the price, the standard price increase, and then you should be able to figure out going forward what that means. Curiously, they didn't increase the advance one, but I suppose it's so new that there was no need to increase the advance one, I suppose. So we've got QBSE going from £8 to £10. We've got Simple Start going from £12 to £14. Central's 22 to 24 and plus 32 to 34 So with my simple bit of maths, that's £2 per month each and every uh, increase that's there. Um I mean, my personal opinion on the matter is it's, you know, we probably were expecting a price increase, like Netflix goes up every year or everything else goes up every year. Um, you know, cost of living and everything else is going to be a factor of it. So we're kind of expecting it. I don't think it's outrageous, £2 per month. We're ready, we're happy to be shot down. And if we think back to what DEX kind of recent pricing has been announced as or potentially been announced as, I think that's still quite competitive, isn't it, for a, an MTD, it's a solution, which is, pretty much what they're aiming for now and they're going to be putting their things in so ash what do you think to this you know are you were you, were you expecting it what, what do you think do you think that's a fair what, what's your opinion yeah i think i'm not surprised Aaron. and uh, i was mentioning to someone not so long ago i can't remember who it was but uh, in the uk we get very very good pricing compared to our friends over in the us so yeah, it's, it is what I what I expect. I'm you know I'm not surprised, and um, you know it's only going to go up. <laughs> That's what I can say. The first item, I think, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I always expect a price increase um, in December and January from, from QuickBooks. They do it pretty much every year. I think the only year they've not done it is COVID. Was it 2021 or 2020? They held off, um, but let's face it, they add new features to that list of features every year. I have no issue with it. I think is it QuickBooks is predictable. We know December, January, we're going to see a price increase every year. What's interesting is when you see other softwares put their prices up, like zero, and everyone's surprised and shocked and wasn't expecting it. And that's not because they're becoming... Zero tend to do it a bit more ad hocly. There's no real pattern to it. And yeah. instead of just going up by, in this case, two pounds, zero will go, oh, we're going to put a pound here and then we're going to go up for another 50p. It's like, just rip the plaster off and get on with it. Um, so, yeah, that's it's nothing I wasn't expecting. And it's what we, we build in an anticipation of that increase every year into our pricing anyway. I think when you think about what features we are aware of, and there's not, we can't talk about all of them on here, but when we think about what features we're aware of to come next year, and we know they're, they're coming as part and parcel of the software, then it, it, you know, you're going to get that value of that price increase anyway, aren't you? So, you know, it's unfortunate. Yes, there's always negativity around price increase at every point, but at the end of the day, I think it's, you know, 
it, everything's going to have a price increase and we've just got to accept it. And, and the fact that each one of them have been kept in line with one another just shows that they're kind of all there to stay as well. Um, the only other thing that I would kind of recommend people think about, though, is how they how they actually build their um, QuickBooks licenses. If you are an accountant out there listening, um, I think this is kind of a, we, we say it every year, you've just got to find ways to dynamically be able to increase that. You know, using QuickBooks, for example, if you are using QuickBooks to invoice your own clients, then just having the ability to export all of your prices and put the two pound on, import them back in, could be a quick and easy way for you to actually implement that increase. So, yeah, have a think about the way you are invoicing, and hopefully, fingers crossed, because we don't know anything about this. This is, you know, this isn't it was breaking any NDAs or anything. This whole subscription thing that kept popping up in QuickBooks and disappearing again that no one seems to know anything about. Let's hope, fingers crossed, this is the sort of thing that's going to help us be able to deal with this sort of thing going forward. Because if they are developing a subscription-style solution, then this is the sort of thing it should be looking at, isn't it? It increases adding services, taking services away, them sort of things. So let's hope that's what this new QuickBooks um, subscription service is all about. So, yeah, any more to add on that one, people? No, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's good, but um, I think just going back to the subscriptions and how people pay for it, and I think that's why uh, a lot of uh, accountants in the US, and I don't think we've got this available over here yet, are using the sort of the commission-based where they are, they're referring, referring it um, so that an accountant doesn't have the burden of paying for the, the subscription, uh, especially when it goes up, their clients are paying for it, the accountant isn't worried. Yeah, it's annoying because we have the screen for it. It just doesn't do anything. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, maybe maybe that's something that will get announced at QuickBooks Connect, which has actually been announced for the 7th. We should actually remind people that one. So keep an eye out for your save the dates and everything, but the uh, QuickBooks Connect has now been announced for the 7th in the UK, and QuickBooks Connect US is happening as we speak. Um, but, yeah, we do have it in, in product. It is sat there. Um, we just can't do anything with it. So it's a bit annoying. But, uh, yeah, maybe that's something that will come our way. Do you think that's something that in the UK people would use, though, this whole revenue swear? I'm trying to share it on screen while I'm uh, talking. But, yeah, do you think people would actually use it? Would you use it, Johan? I think it's a challenging one because I know a lot of governing bodies have put a lot of rules in recently about how much openness there has to be about referral and commissions so yeah if you are referring a client to a pension advisor and you're going to get a commission you have to declare that to the customer the client and you have to declare how much you're going to get so there's a lot of governance on that so does that then impact on this as well so do i need to turn around to you you and say aaron i'm going to get you onto quickbooks be aware i'm going to get x amount a month for the privilege of doing that. I wonder if... I'll stick you on my wholesale billing and I'm passing yeah. it. And I get it cheaper, I'm passing it on to you at this price. I wonder if there's a something about software not having that model though, because if you think about Microsoft, I don't know if you've ever dealt with selling Microsoft licenses, wholesale or anything, but um, they don't have that issue at all. You just basically, you buy it in at one and it's just a simple arrangement you know you buy in it low and you try and sell it for high sort of idea so i don't know if that is the case for software and this kind of thing but microsoft got away with it for so long then fingers crossed we're going to be okay with it um for some reason it won't show me the uh 
the links. I, I can't I can't show uh, show anyone the actual uh, bit that I'm talking about. But yeah, the, it is in the UK product. It's just not live at the moment. So cool. Awesome. All right. So what else has been announced? Well, well, I say announced. What else has happened in the world of QuickBooks? Well, apparently the uh, QuickBooks I'm a landlord solution was supposed to have already been out to the wild. Um, and the problem is I'm actually can't activate it anywhere. I can't actually find a license that has it in there um, to have this option of I'm a sole trader. I'm a, this was, I saw this now, what, two, three months ago on a license. I've never been able to um, uh, to bring it back. So it is kind of sat there as a, a question mark at the moment. Um, what I also found when I was actually going through trying to set this up and get this working is that whole splash page at the beginning of a new license seems to have just disappeared as well. You know how it used to ask you, um, you know, what your uh, business was and how many times you've been in business and all that lot. As a client, I wasn't getting that. I literally was sent straight in. I, I was asked a couple of questions, um, but they were related to what role I did. So was I an owner, an accountant, et cetera. Um, and then straight into QuickBooks. I wasn't being given the opportunity to kind of tailor my experience at all. So I don't know if it's because that bit of it's kind of been a bit wonky at the moment and not working as intended is why I'm not getting the... I'm a landlord or whatever um, you're going to get see going forward, but it doesn't seem to be there. So apparently it's live. Apparently it's out there. We were told it was supposed to have gone live on last Tuesday, um, but yet to see it. Uh, what scares me is that we've had no kind of like input to it or anything. It's kind of all been kind of built in its own little ether. Um, so I'm not 100% sure other than a new chart of accounts what to expect. We're hoping and fingers crossed there are more features than that that's going to be there. But I think our feeling or our expectation is that it will just be a, a you know, brand new chart of accounts that go for landlords and, and landlord specific. Um, it is interesting as well because uh, I am allowed to say that I have filed for MTD ITSA now. Um, but one of my requirements is now a, an MTD ITSA beta user is I've got to submit my landlord and and, and um, my rental property information as well. And currently I can't do that because <laughs> the restrictions are at the moment is that A, I can only use one piece of software. So QuickBooks is the software I'll be choosing. Um, and B, there is no other software out there that I can think of that can really submit my landlord requirement. So yeah, we'll see how that goes and how that comes to fruition. But interesting to see. I mean, we seem to talk about it every week and we don't really get any answers of it. So what's your guys' opinion on then on the... Uh, the landlord thing is should should we set our expectations a little bit temper maybe of what 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 this new feature is going to be Jan, do you want to go first yeah i mean i think there's a huge question about mtd it's in general at the moment when it will go ahead what it'll look like who's going to be involved it's a whole heap of mess at the moment so if i was QuickBooks, I wouldn't be rushing anything out at the moment. I'd be waiting for HMRC to actually make their mind up of what they're doing with it before I start releasing products. That's maybe a half-baked product. It's not quite ready. You know, if HMRC turn around and say, actually, landlords aren't going to be involved for another year on top of everyone else, then QuickBooks may as well hold back the landlord product, refine it and improve it, and then do it. Yeah, no, it makes sense, doesn't it? And I think as well, when you... You think about it like what you know we've already talked about how good some of the other solutions out there like hammock like what else can they really bring to the table sort of thing it's it's going to be a monumentous shift isn't it to actually bring a piece of software out that's going to be comparable to 
the likes of Hammock and stuff. So, Ash, from your point of view, what are you kind of excited by it? Do you think it'll be something that will be something we can kind of get our teeth into, or do you think it's just going to be a bit of a, <laughs> a, land, a landlord? I don't get overly excited about landlords. Really? No, I've got to, I've got to be honest. Uh, but I agree with what Johan said. Um, um, I think there is still probably 80% of the accountant community that are sitting at home with their fingers crossed and praying uh, that MTD is still not going to happen. Um, and, uh, and, you know, you know is, there a ch- is there a chance that HMRC might put it back? In, you know, it, it, there is a chance that they, it, they might put it back. So, you know, yeah, I, I agree. There probably isn't uh, a huge rush to maybe, you know, have the software ready. That said, um, we'd like to think that, you know, April 24 is only, what, 15 months away. The HMRC would give us some sort of you know, <laughs> warning sooner rather than later as to what, you know, what needs to be done. So it, it's, a, it's a tricky one. Um I'm guessing, you know, if you know, if it hasn't come through, then you know, HMRC will be leaning on on the sort of tax return basis for landlords, and until you know, we're all know, you know, know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, and and it's not just a quick, like when it comes to submission sort of thing, it's not going to be a quick and easy solution for them, is it? There's quite a lot of complications they've got to iron out that even hmrc don't know the answer to yet which is half the battle that they're trying to, to go through uh paul does mention that isn't it in qbse well not yet it's not um although i don't know about anyone else but i do find it very difficult to uh, test qbse anyway so you know trying to get a new license out for that is a bit of a nightmare in fact true story at the moment i sent out a um a invite for a client to become invited to QuickBooks SE at uh, QuickBooks SE, uh, self-employed, and they got an invite that didn't have a link to connect to QuickBooks SE. So that's been an absolute nightmare to sort out. Um, various phone calls to and from. Uh, so hopefully that's something that gets sorted. So yeah, they get a nice little email saying, well done, you've got yourself your QuickBooks self-employed um, account and it's all ready to go. Um, just forgetting to put an, uh, an actual link on there to actually activate it. So Yes, fun times had by all. Okay. Um, well, the next new bit of news, there is something that I know someone in this room was very much excited about, was actually asking for it to uh, QuickBooks themselves. So, you know, moaning about it has actually helped in this instance. So that's brought it to fruition. And that is the ability now, drum roll please, to run multiple, oh, absolutely mess it up, run multiple company reports in your business. Now, Unfortunately, Johan, it's not quite the solution you were wanting. <laughs> this isn't the way that you wanted it. Um, but we now have multi-company reporting, and it is live, and it is in QuickBooks Advanced and ready to go. The way they're doing it, or I suppose it's all they've really done is they've renamed the feature, the Spreadsheet Sync feature, and they've renamed it to multi-co-reporting. And the idea is then you can get an Excel spreadsheet, you can then connect multiple companies on, and then you can do any sort of um, things you like for multi-company reporting. So we'll, we'll leave you on to Stu a little bit. Ash, what do you think to this brand new feature? Um, well, yeah, I, without me looking at it, uh, it's quite difficult to, to comment because I think whenever spreadsheets are involved, with syncing data 
it's never usually that straightforward because there seems to be some requirements that you know it's mapped out in a particular way before everything links as it should so um yeah and it's only available in quickbooks advanced it so is, yeah. uh again you there's a bit of a you know there's probably thousands of plus users that would probably like uh multi-company reporting and would they want to go up to quickbooks advanced just to use the feature you know would it be worth it when they you know, do they use an app which they can already use to link five companies together or do they use QuickBooks Advanced? You know, what's the cost difference between using the two? So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to see it working to, to really pass what true comment on it. Did I show it last month? I thought I did. I thought I showed you. You did. I did, yeah. So uh, basically what I showed last month is the whole feature. It's just rebadged. So it literally is the option of you get Excel. Um, you click a little button to link Excel to QuickBooks, and then you can download reports into QuickBooks. That is the solution so far. I can, in my mind, like the whole idea of it just being advanced, I think works for the main co. Like I, I would imagine if you've got a group structure, then the main co probably should be an advanced. You'd, you'd expect that. But then some of the subsidiaries would probably not be anywhere near advanced in, in some circumstances. They could just be shell companies or whatever the, you know, the, could have four transactions a month in some circumstances. So that's where I think you're right there, Ash, in terms of it just being locked behind the advanced one could be a little bit more tricky for a certain group companies. But Johan, your answer's been prayed. It, your, your prayers have been answered, should I say. Um, they're there, they're ready. So, you know, you must be well excited about this. I don't use spreadsheets. <laughs> so that's it then the whole feature is completely useless right. to you <laughs> like, I'm sorry but I use QuickBooks because it's a cloud based solution exporting data out of, a, out of a database and into a spreadsheet to manipulate it is not cloud based it's going back to the 1980s <laughs> and I refuse to take part in it <laughs> so that, that, as you say you know, we've got a small, we've got a number, a number of accounting firms in our group. One's only doing a fifty thousand pound turnover. Would I pay seventy quid a month to put that on a QuickBooks Advanced license, hmm. or do I use SIF Analytics where I can create a group of businesses and pulls and it amalgamates all the data for me into a reporting tool? Yeah. It, it, yeah, this is not exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's exactly what you want is basically another mini tool within QuickBooks that where you can sync your five companies and you can put your charge accounts if they're slightly different. You'd be able to sort of map them over. Only have to do it once. So yeah, it might take you an hour to do a bit of mapping, and then once it's done, it's done. And yeah. because if you are having to import and export Excel in any form it's going to break eventually, I think. And then you think, well, if I've spent that much time doing it, I might as well just dumped it into Excel in the first place and just tidied the columns up like I did in the 80s. I mean, in fairness, they are. I mean, it's not built like this yet, and I know that there's been feedback of improvements to the solution. But in fairness, when it has finished, the whole idea would be that that would be live data, isn't it? That those, you know, whatever you set in Excel... If something changes in your QuickBooks license, then the Excel documents will, re, you know, update and reflect 
accordingly. They don't do that yet, which <laughs> makes me question the fact that it's now a multi-company reporting solution because, you know, you'd have thought that would be quite important that if you update QuickBooks, surely but this should report with it. If SIF Analytics, which is a relatively new, new guy on the block, can go, right, which of these zero QuickBooks and Sage licenses yeah. do you want to amalgamate into a group? So you're not only just looking at one software type, you're looking at multiple software types, and they go, right, these all pull, you pull these three in, and it spits out the reports. You can run cash flow forecasting, budgets, four-way forecasting, whatever you want to do with it. If they can do it, without being disrespectful to SIF analytics, it can't be that difficult. Yeah. Like, come on, QuickBooks. You, you've just made a play into the medium business world. You're challenging Sage. One of the big things that happens when you go into those bigger companies is parent companies, group structures, etc. Yeah, using a spreadsheet is not the solution. No, unfortunately not. I mean, it could be something that maybe NetTracker can look at. <laughs> it's, not it's, not a, it's not even a... It, my understanding is it only works with Excel. Yes, it does. Which is hideous for sharing. Compared to... like, If I, use, if I have to have a spreadsheet, I do use a Google one because... Yeah co-working on that at the same time with my colleagues is a thing of beauty i can see where their mouses are cursors are i can see what boxes they're editing so we're not you know it's beautiful excel is nowhere near as smooth and nice as that yeah so, and, and i've been i we've had our group structure what five years or so now whatever it's been and i've been doing it on google sheets that whole time bit of third-party software relatively cheap does exactly the same functionality as we're talking about here and can update automatically for me i don't need to do anything i just go in see my dashboard and you know my stakeholders they can see exactly what's happening in the business and it's all been done like that and we've we've sold that solution to clients as well like we've always made that as like a, a little fancy add-on a dashboard we can create for you sort of thing so yeah it's been there for a while and yeah we'll see what um what else can be brought in but yeah that's not the solution we were hoping for is it no i still have the same problem and i will not be trying to resolve it with this solution. So, Ash, you're not going to be building a, uh, a reporting solution for us with NetTracker? That... No, no. <laughs> we can't get the exclusive there's, on that. There's far too many reporting uh, apps um, about as it is. So we'll leave the reporting apps people to do the reports. We tried for an exclusive, everyone. We tried. <laughs> Uh, Paul says another reason why QB Advance is too high priced to be used for QuickBooks Playground for new features. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, and in fairness, that's where a lot of the new features have appeared this year, hasn't it? You know, we've seen quite a few new features and features to say, and there'll be more to come. Um, yeah, do will they ever trickle down to the rest of the solution? Well, we'll yet to find out. Some more positive news though on updates, but unfortunately over the pond. So we have some updates regarding, so in the US, some new seamless way to connect your sales channel. Now, I don't know this for certain because I wasn't able to go much further than this because I, although I have US accounts, I don't have any way of connecting eBay or Amazon or Shopify or anything because they all have to be US. But from what I can tell, this is the 
one SaaS solution on steroids and actually built directly into the system. So absolute music to our ears. I mean, this this sort of solution just can't come soon enough, can it? There's, you know, we don't know how it's gone down over America, but that's got to be something we, we would love to get over here, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of a easy, easy to, uh, not really much of a talking point, is there? I think we're all in agreement on that one. Ash, you have anything to add? No, as soon as it crosses the pond into our land, the better. I think we've said it yeah, before. I imagine it'll say, yeah, it'll say, it'll say, but anyone that's, you know, any business that's having a, or has got their own Amazon retail account and selling through that, because uh, I've not looked at that for some time, but previously I, I worked with a business that had an Amazon account and getting reports and data out of that was quite painful. So if you've got that connection right in your accounting software, um, that can only be a good thing. Yeah. And as good as one SAS is, and I, I highly like, you know, I, obviously I'm a big advocate for the software. It is really like sometimes daunting for clients, for people who don't quite understand it to have to go to a third party solution and having to connect it and maintain that connection. And, you know, as soon as you leave as good as the app ecosystem is for certain clients out there, then you have to have a certain level of, you know, IT savviness about you to use that app ecosystem, don't you? So this will just mean that it's just available for everyone. They don't have to worry about, connecting this connecting that it'll just be built in the solution and hopefully that means as well we'll we'll make sure we get actual you know proper proper bits that come with it because again as good as one SAS is there are bits where it doesn't do quite so well and you have to have some janky workarounds for it and stuff like that and that's to be expected isn't it when it's um you know dealing with all this data and you, you you're doing it on a third party so cool um and then also a kind of stranger update that came through they've kind of moved into the world of offering insurance based on how your business is doing and everything else and going down that route now i can't imagine this is something that will come through to uk anytime soon i can imagine they would love to bring it over here but i imagine this is very similar to the banking fiasco and quickbooks bank solution there'll be too many kind of red tape and everything else to go through but you can see what they're doing here that you know the data's already in quickbooks it's already there so it's giving you the opportunity to be able to get your data direct or your insurance, shall I say, directly in product. Would you want this over in the UK? Is this, or just leave it alone? What's, what's your opinion? Ash, do you want to go first? Nah, I, not, I really don't like this sort of thing, if I'm honest. I just think leave, leave insurance to insurance companies uh, and leave software to, you know, don't go, you know, um, anyway, that's enough for me. But that's, I, don't, I don't like it. Anyway, I mean, it'll be it'll be fair enough if they had a you know an app in the app store that they could connect and get this data and you know maybe give you a more accurate um, you know uh, thing if you've decided which insurance pr provider you're going with you know and they could then connect the data and they could then you know a bit like the whole black box scenario in your car isn't it you know the idea should be that you're getting more accurate insurance because it's based on your use case so you can kind of see that maybe that's a way but. I don't know. I'm not sure. What about you, Jan? What, what's your opinion on this one? So uh, I'm of a slightly different opinion to Ash here. Ooh. Maybe because I've just gone through today. Literally, I've just been on the phone to my broker because it's that time of year where yeah. we renew all our insurances. So I've had to go through and give him all the turnover figures for each company. I've had to go through and give him the splits of what's what, the wage bills, et cetera, et cetera. If I could have just transmitted that information into his database with a click of a button like I would a bank authorization or something 
then yeah, I see value there. Yeah. But also I think this is a it's a timely reminder to our to accountants out there that at a time when there's potentially challenges in economic times where we're struggling to get, you know, we struggle to justify putting our prices up without really hurting a small business. Yeah. Because people are spending less, etc. Wages are going up, costs are going up. Do we want to be adding to that pile? There are other opportunities in the form of cross-selling. So we do free wills with a partner, which then leads to sales of insurance policies and stuff. We do fee-free mortgages with a with a partner because that helps my client get a mortgage without the fee of the mortgage broker. But the bank still pays that mortgage broker their fee, and we get a cut of that as an extra income. So we're adding value to our services, but also getting commissions from it, which means we're under less pressure to put our our prices up, but we're still able to increase wages and cover off cost increases and stuff. So, yeah, it for me, I kind of like it. It's in line with what we're looking at and are doing with cross-selling opportunities for ourselves. Um, and having sat there for 20 minutes on the phone going through each business's financials and statistics to get a new insurance quote put together for the year, yeah, it would have saved me 20 minutes, and I'd have quite liked that. I suppose it's kind of showing what the future of, especially in the US, of what their product is going to be, isn't it? It's a, a one-stop shop for small businesses or businesses in general to have the opportunity just to run everything through that. They want to, you know, with MailChimp as an example, they want to be able to create your website through QuickBooks in the end. You know, they want to have all of that, don't they? They want to have every aspect of it. You get a QuickBooks license and you're off to the races. You are creating your whole business from start to finish. And, you know, I can definitely see a huge benefit in that aspect of it. I'm just not 100% sure that in the UK we'll have the same appetite. I don't know. Maybe it's just... I don't know. So I've got Vitality Health Insurance. So I know if I can get between five and 7,000 uh, 7 and, and 9,000 steps every day, five days a week, I can go and get myself a free coffee from Cafe yeah. Nero. But it also helps to mean, you know, if I get so many points over the year, it knocks off like 1% off my premium next year. Now, I grant you, my premium probably goes up 5% because I'm a year older than I was the year before. But it helps. Like Vitality offer up to 25% of your car insurance if you track your driving through their app on your phone. And when I was speaking to my broker, they wanted to know, like, how much is your biggest client worth in each business? Is that likely to change? Because if it is, we need to in- increase your thresholds of protection. So actually, if you're, do you want to be worried every time you take on a new client? Oh, is that above? Is that now my top performing client? I need to ring my insurance broker to make sure I'm covered still. If that information was transmitted through from QuickBooks to your insurance broker to keep your policy relevant then, yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a, you know, you raised some pretty good points there, yeah, and I guess there's a couple of things, you know, if it's your your accounts are probably going to be nice and tip-top, um, so it's getting accurate data. Well, I don't know people, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which hopefully uh, other people, that, 
it might not be getting accurate data. Um, to, uh, and the other thing, I, I guess, you know, um, you know, you, people often click, you know, clicked certain boxes to allow uh, data sharing. But who would be the, you know, so behind it, you know, you, you know, that's obviously the screen. But behind that, is it like go compare? Is there like a thousand insurance companies behind that? And is, is your financial data being shared with a thousand other insurance companies? And do you really want that? I suppose that's another thing to sort of you know consider is how much how much of your financial stuff is being shared all over the place. So that's a bit of a worry. Yeah, yeah, I can see where I can see that aspect of it because we are very you know more than ever, aren't we? We're very conscious of where our data is going, which we should be. So yeah, I can you can kind of see that. But I suppose at the end of the day, QuickBooks already have that data, don't they? So. It's not QuickBooks that are going to gain from it, is it? It's going to be, like you said, those other, other insurance companies. So. Awesome. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see if there's anything else that gets added. Um, it does make me somewhat jealous of what QuickBooks over in the US get that we don't. Um, you know, some of their features and everything else, especially that, you know, that that um, seamless connect your sales channel um, thing that looks absolutely brilliant. So. Speaking of features, then let's bring back a, uh, a a favorite of ours. So, an annual tradition we have on the show, and we get to talk about. So, this was last year's where we got to talk about what features we uh, was brought into the year and how that list looked, and we got to rank them. So, just a bit of a recap of what we had last year. We had some working papers, category history, Mailchimp. All is a great investment uh, or a great feature. Not sure about Mailchimp now. I think. <laughs> do much with it so maybe we overhyped that one there last year ash so that's why we've got johan here to keep us keep us level-headed this time around um we thought that new reconciliation screen new bank import and cash flow update was a bit of a mayor update uh no game changers though that year the year before we had a couple of game changers um and we thought import styles being said goodbye and the new list view were a bit poor and the quickbooks business account wasn't quite available yet well, it's not quite available now either. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from that one. Um, we thought with this one would be pretty uh, pretty uh, good to look at. I'll show you the proper link in a minute. But when I was actually getting the link for this year's up and running, I thought Sage is an absolute blinder because they decided <laughs> to uh, to sponsor our uh, watch for this year. So thank you, Sage, for sponsoring our um, annual tier list for 2022 great to see that you're uh you're there so we're, we're glad to see that i'm sure uh, i'm sure that's because we sent over that merch to uh chris and everything wasn't it? i think that's why 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 he liked it um so let's uh let's go straight into it then so here are the ones we've got we've got work papers review so the fact that work papers now have a brand new um review section not only do you have the opportunity to put a little tick box in uh, to say you've reviewed it but now you can have another person review it as well so the idea is if you've got a junior doing it they could maybe review the first section and then you as the or, or you know someone else is more senior could then review to say that the junior did the right job that sort of idea got that new customer review um yep because i was really struggling for features this year so i thought the new customer review might be a good one to put in there we've got advance itself and we've already had paul had a nice little comment on that one so we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there landlords um is it there or is it not have i got the wrong year maybe the fact we can unfile that return so i'm a big big believer in that one but we'll talk about when we get there the fact we can now test our rule the new left-hand navigation that had everyone talking when it was released uh, default expense category, so the idea then that you can see what that expense category was when you're on the bank screen, you can see what it was history-wise, 
Was that a good feature or not? The new transfer option, team certification, and uh, emerge contacts as a brand new way of doing it. And I just thought I'd put two more on. So that audit report now shows exceptions. Is it a feature? Is it not? But, you know, we put it in there. And then the new burger button, because obviously that's had a new uh, new lease of life. So I thought I'd put it in there. Now, I've had to add an extra feature, so uh, an extra line. So we've got Game Changer, Great, Mayor and Paul, like we had last time. But then the last one was not yet available. And now is, is it even a feature? Because I was kind of scraping the barrel this year. So I thought we'd add a new functionality to it. So who wants to go first with work papers review then? Who wants to um, to talk about it and put it into its option then while I get this nice and big on screen? Work papers review, where would people put that in the list that we have there? For me, it's a good advancement. What was that, sorry? For me, it's good. Um, yeah. yeah, it enhances our process it i wouldn't say it's game changer um if quickbooks notified the reviewer that the previous person had done the work so like dex position you can set uh, someone that does the work someone to review it and even someone to review it after that if you wanted to and each time someone completes the right well, i've done the work or i've done the review the next person up the chain gets a notification via email. Yeah. If they've done that, for me, that would have been a game changer. But it's enhanced our process in a visible way in that we always, you know, I would always go in and check on someone's work and do a review of it. But I had no way of other than saying, yeah, that's fine or something. Now I've got a visible tick. You know I've been in and done it. Yeah, for the audit trail. So, yeah, I, I was very happy with that. Yeah. Ash, what, what I mean, have you have you used work papers? I suppose that's the first. I've got to be honest. I think we spoke about this a little while ago, and because I'm not really an accountant, really in practice that uh, anymore, I, I I wouldn't really use it. Um, yep. And I had sort of developed my own sort of systems, if you like, anyway, sort of preparing accounts ready yep. for the end of the year that um, that I still probably wouldn't use it. So. Um, it would probably, for me, straddle between the great and the, you know, if maybe if I spent a bit of time looking at it, I might sort of gain something um, mm -hmm. out of it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to leave it with the great if Joanne uh, likes it. But I, it's difficult for me because I don't, I've not really used it. Yeah. So between you two, really. So whatever, you, however you feel, Aaron, I'll, uh, you two should make the decision on that one. Well, this time last year, I wanted work papers to be a game changer. That was one of my only game changers I, I was trying to fight for. Uh, but we did agree that it was, should be a great. And I think that the, the feature's exactly done what it's needed to do. It's what we needed. Um, it's free of charge. Um, and the fact that they've now enhanced it that tiny bit. But I think Jan's right. Like that, There are still big improvements that can be made to it. Um, and I think the more we keep battering the door, um, down the better it's going to be that the problem which we always have with this these sort of solutions are that it's only ever going to get updated if people actually use it so you know they'll have their heat map they're going to know what you know what the uptake is of work papers at this point in time and i think the, the thing we need to do as a 
as users of QuickBooks is keep using the software, even if it's not quite there yet, because that's the only way we're going to get the improvements and the enhancements that we want. So, yeah, I'm happy to leave it as a, a great feature. Um, and I think it is, uh, you know, it's good to see some enhancements, but let's hopefully this time like next year, let's see some more enhancements there um, as we go forward. All right. What about... The new customer review. Ash, do you want to go first on this one? Because yeah, right. I think that's probably in the in the in the meh. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't get overexcited about it. Yeah, I mean, they they uh, kind of needed a clean up, didn't it? The whole view itself. It, you can understand why it's happened. It's more compact. There was that one new feature, though. If you think about it, they well on the supplier view, you get the opportunity to set your default um category does that does that does that change your opinion at all well that's a different um <laughs> get down different <laughs> <laughs> so, no it doesn't doesn't change your opinion no it's still a mare johan what's your opinion on the matter it doesn't even register on my radar of excitement yeah <laughs> So do we go down here then <laughs> oh uh, that could be a bit harsh but okay okay yeah it's What upsets me is they've built it based on someone's feedback. And why are they listening to that clown's feedback over more important feedback like ours? <laughs> How did that get through the vetting process compared to what we, we ask for, which numerous people tell us they'd also like, and they still don't do? Yep. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And for me, when it first got announced, I thought, oh, there must be some bigger, like, improvement coming of something else that we just can't see yet there's something you know this is that One changing of a of, of of you know they're changing a few foundations here and there so that we can have this brand new feature that's going to come and blow our minds um um no it didn't happen and i don't i don't foresee anything changing that thing i think it is just a let's make it compact let's make it a bit unified i suppose to so i suppose the the watch call it the um the rule view as well and i think that's kind of that's the idea wasn't it to make it all look a little bit more unified so it's a shame but yeah i mean i'll leave it in there if you want me to but yeah i was considering is it even a feature to be honest but yeah well uh we'll keep it there for now we've got plenty more to talk about quickbooks advance who wants to go first on that one well yeah i mean again i've not used it i'm not needed to use it but I've seen little bits of it. I'd probably have it straddling between great and there, in between the two. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, in my mind, how advanced is it? You know, really? I don't know. Johan? This had the potential to be a game changer. Like, if they brought across from America everything that was going on in Americans one would have been up there, game changer, best product release they've had in years. But they didn't. They seem to think the answer is to keep exporting everything into spreadsheets. <laughs> which it's not even a feature. It's just disappointment. <laughs> um, <laughs> advanced, it's got the... I think that's the bit that upsets me. I think that's what's makes me score it so lowly is that it has the potential and I'm just not seeing them exercise that potential. Agreed. 
where, where, where think, would man? you post it? You see, you're right. I mean, it should have been the game changer. This should have been everything we're talking about in this. We shouldn't even be worried about the rest of these ones down here. We should have just put all the advanced features in there and been like, yeah, here we go. We're, is this the game changer? Is that the game changer? We've done enough push of it. In fact, we were the first to talk about it. You know, the, we, we did a special, you know, QuickBooks video on, you know, a QuickBooks Live, um, you know, special on advance and what it can do. And, and there are, like you said, there are certain bits on there. The fact that we got the roles finally, um, is a game changer that will will warrant it but is that enough like you know can can you justify the price hike just for that one to call it a game game changer and and everything else so yeah it i think we've got to be fair on it is great there is some really good bits out that's going to help clients along and there is some bits on there that we could never do before and you know we've got, got feature parity than any other feature that we've had yeah yeah and and it gives us feature parity to things like zero, so we're not holding back now. We don't have to tell clients, "Well, you should be on zero because that's the only way you can do approvals." Now approvals are a little bit broken at the moment, granted, but again, the the feature's there now, and we can at least push that and we can put it forward with it. So, yeah, I'm I I would say it's better than the work papers review. It's great. Mm -hmm. I'm just not sure it is that game changer it should have been, and that's a shame. I think that's a massive, massive shame. So yeah, I think that I think we're all agreed. I mean, if Ash says mayor, I was trying to push it to game changer, and you know, you think it was great. I think we we leave it as great, don't we? I think that's a fair, 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 fair place to put it. Uh, landlords. Well, yeah, it's not even available, so we'll move on. Uh, unfiling your VAT returns, Ash. Do you want to go first on this one? Yeah, I I think it is a a great little feature. I've not had to use it. Um, but I can definitely see the purposes or the purpose of needing to use it um, as an accountant. Yeah. So it's a great little feature if you need to tidy something up or, you know, correct a mess that someone's made for sure. Yeah. Agreed. Johan, what's your point? It's not a feature for me. It's not a feature. No, we've never used it. We've never had to use it. We just, Get the VAT return right. I mean, <laughs> it's a fundamental building block of an accounting firm. I mean, yeah, I mean, and you can't even use it on MTD VAT returns, can you? No, no, you can't. Right. So, considering we've all been, everyone's been filing MTD in theory by law since April, didn't it get released after the fact? <laughs> like, after we could file in the old system so okay. yeah i no. if they released that yep four years ago yep game changer fantastic game changer four years ago okay because we it, if i made an error i just i could unfile adjust it refile fantastic okay considering we all are now filing mtd compliant vat returns in theory, as of April this year, it's too late to the game. I I fear you may have missed what the I, like the purpose of this feature is because it, it we've always been able to unfile VAT returns. We just had to phone them up, didn't we, and say, "Look, can you unfile it, please?" Um, and then they would be able to do it their end. So for me, this isn't about returns gone wrong or not correct. This is if you're 
migrating from another piece of software. Maybe you were foolishly on zero before and you've seen the light and you come over to QuickBox. Now, at that point, you're going to have to try and restate those VAT periods as best you can so you can use wonderful features like the VAT exception reports and stuff. And that's where I feel like the unfiled reports is designed to be so that you can get those catch-up periods just right. So maybe you've put it all together to begin with and then realize that you know, you've missed this or that's not quite the report that was returned, you know, that was submitted or whatever it's going to be. You can unfile and get it in. Or if you're just doing MTD for the first time, having to do that jiggery pokery of trying to make sure that you've got the right period in, which is frustrating anyway, because, you know, every other piece of software will just tell you what your period is going to be. With QuickBooks, we have to get that right period, first time right, first time round. So we need to file a fake return to do the last period so that our new period can then move it forward. That's where I find on file fat returns to be, you know, the opportunity to be there. It's a, you know, it's an, a necessary evil for us to be able to actually make sure we can still file that returns in the first place. That's what I think this feature is for. I don't, I don't believe it's because people are making mistakes all the time, but you know, I could be wrong on that one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's just, it's basically to aid setup and you probably shouldn't need it after that. Well, you, well, you exactly. can't really use it after that if you're on MTD. Because that Yarn said, as soon as you go MTD, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Which you shouldn't be able to. Like, this be absolutely ridiculous if you could just unfile an MTD back return, in my opinion. I think it should be a, you know, you just file your next one and you correct anything or you have to go down the lines of doing the, you know, the the um, um, yeah, disclosure of you've made a mistake elsewhere outside of MTD. So with that then... Are we not saying it's a game changer? Then we're not. We're, we're all agreeing it's definitely not a game changer. Yeah. I'll leave you and Ash to vote on this one. No, it's not a game. It's not a game changer. Not a game changer. Oh my! No, it's not a game changer for sure. <laughs> I just want to live I lived about seven years without it, so yeah. I could have lived without it. Well, we could do it, couldn't we? We could phone them up and do it that way but yeah no one want, no one had time for that so I we never laid there wishing there was an unfile button <laughs> exactly <laughs> i never lost sleep over it <laughs> so we're staying it's a mail we're saying it's great it, it, it's great or you could straddle the two but you know i'm 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 easy so i've never ever you had to use it i know it's there and i can see perceive could potentially be a great help Option that needed to use it. Okay, we'll put it as a low grade then. So, do we think it was a feature then. request from the support team because they got fed up of people calling? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. It never what came from an accountant or a business owner. It's just come straight from the support team. Yeah, <laughs> six thousand calls a day that they've they don't have to answer now. <laughs> people having to <laughs> do the thing. Yeah, but like you say, right. Johan, they were logging those calls in two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> it took them. It took five years for it to actually get into the product, and now they don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about the test rule feature? So, just so people who are unaware of what this one is, if you go to create a rule now, you get a little button that says test rule, and it's going to tell you if that rule uh, or how many times that rule is going to be active. Great yeah, feature. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's leave it for great for now, and we can decide the order in a minute. What about you, Johan? Great game changer, Mayor. I think if it had come along before the reclassify tool was released. Okay, so, interesting. So at the moment, if, if you get a if you didn't have this test feature, 
and you've got yeah. a rule in and it actually yeah. did something wrong, reclassify makes that a lot easier to clean up now. Remember, clients don't have reclassify, though. That's a client problem. <laughs> I'm thinking from an accounting firm point of view. Um, but for my team to now be able to sit there and test the rules and make sure it's going to work, yeah, it's a great little feature. I think it would have been a game changer before the reclassify tool came in, where okay. if you got it wrong, it was bloody painful. But I think, yeah, for clients, it's a game changer. For us, it's a great little tool. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So at least we're up in the higher parts of it. Um, for me, I, I, when I first saw this, this feature, I thought it was an absolute game changer. Like the idea that we could test our rule before we, before we put it live, because Ultimately, the only way we've ever been able to teach doing rules was it's a bit of trial and error. Like you would put the rule in and hope for the best. And if it doesn't work, go back and fix it sort of idea, wasn't it? At least now we have that reassurance that something's right. My only slight negativity of this is that it's only looking at data that's there. It's not looking at data that's already done or anything like that. Like if we're going to properly test this rule, let's make sure that it is there. Because sometimes I can create the best rule in the world. It would be an absolute game changer. It's going to solve biggest problems there ever been and if that transaction is not ready to be looked at in quickbooks then that test rule button is just absolutely useless so i think that's the only thing i would say to it i think it was just it needed a little bit more massaging you know as to what to really get the full thing out of it so i think it's definitely a great feature unfortunately it didn't quite hit the game changer what we're saying are we saying it's before well you lot are definitely gonna say it's before and file that returns and no one likes that one uh, what about work papers review before or after it I think it's got a greater impact than work papers review. When we look at the population of QuickBooks users that are using each feature, I'd yep. say a larger majority will benefit from the test rule test than the work paper review. So would you put it in front of advance as well? Ooh. We'll come back to you on that one. Ash? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd probably put it at the, fr the front. Really? Okay, so yours yeah. is straight there. Are you going to yeah, no, that put it in front of advanced? Wow, wow. Okay, I'm overruled on that one. <laughs> is pulling their hair out, saying, "How much did we spend on advanced?" <laughs> <laughs> and an intern made the test rule. I'm joking. It wasn't an intern. It was someone very <laughs> to spend a lot of time building that feature. Uh, what about the new left-hand navigation that came with such great ratatas, and everyone was so excited and not confused in any way whatsoever when it first launched um ash what's your opinion on this one whereabouts are we stick in this bad boy <laughs> that's a mare from me it's a mare okay 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 yeah. so good give justification why it's a mare go for it well to be perfectly honest um from a teaching point of view it can be confusing yep um you know, QuickBooks is supposed to be pretty easy to use anyway. Do you really need to complicate it by, you know, creating additional favorites and different menus? You should have fairly simple menus to navigate around what's already there. I don't think you necessarily need it. It's, you know, I don't, I don't think it was really required. Yeah. Johan? I like it. I... I think it improves the user interface no end. I think it's a lot more modern looking, a lot cleaner. Um, yeah, I 
I really like it. I felt the previous, I think it makes the previous one look a bit cartoony. Okay. A bit unprofessional, shall we say? So for me, it's a great, great improvement. Now, where they've hidden some of the menus, yes, I agree that could be reviewed. <laughs> um, but as a, from a design aesthetic, I think it's more pleasing. I like the fact we can have our favourites there. You know, I think a bit more work to be done to it, which allow, would allow us to go in and set those favourites for our clients. So they've got their one-click things that we've set up for them. And that would be, it would almost put it into the game changer category if they had that for me. But yeah, I'm up there as a great, great step forward. Yeah, I mean, for me, I could argue it as a game changer because there are bits in there like the ability to customize your own that is absolutely brilliant. I think some of the wording and terminology is actually better. Um, but also it can be a poor for me because the amount of times that I'm on a call with a client who's now using the new solution and I look like a complete idiot because I don't even know where the banking screen is and I have to relearn where things are, uh, that can be frustrating. Um, but I think that's just a me problem, isn't it? Or another problem as accountants. Like we've got to embrace the change and understand why it's been put in there. So it is but frustrating. Old grumpy men that can't accept change. Exactly. <laughs> Build new routines and habits. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly right yeah, yeah, yeah um but i must admit when it first came out there was a lot of confusion around it in terms of you know what what does this mean where's my feature gone and all that sort of stuff and the fact that we can change it back and forth as we need to that you know that kind of alleviates that problem anyway doesn't it and um, but i think the it could have been a game changer if we could have had more say in terms of what a client experience is going to be because what i saw this as at first was okay, this is the way for certain clients where I could just take away everything they don't need. Like, let them just go in, almost make them like a little to-do list for me so they, they could they could have a to-do list of these are the things I, I just need you to go in once a week, clear this, this, and this, and you forget the rest, I'll do the rest for you. That would have made it a game changer in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think it got to that point. I think that, you know, it's not quite there. Is it great or is it meh? Um, I mean, Ash, you said meh, didn't you? Yeah, well, we, we could, yeah. I mean, you could believe. I've, I just personally, I just don't see too much of a benefit from it. But I'm, if you two are happy for it to be slightly higher up, then um, it could be a great feature. It doesn't beat work paper review, though, does it? No, not in its current format. If it did what you and I have said, of lets us go in and customizes that menu, so our clients can't. If they can see what they need to see, then, yeah, great. It would have been up there. But as it is, I think it's a very positive step forward, though. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. It does look better visually. It does look a lot better and a lot smarter. But like you said, Johan, it doesn't really work as you'd like it to. Okay. I'm happy with that. I think it uh, sits nicely there. What about the default expense category then? So for anyone who doesn't know, this is the idea that when you go on your bank screen, as long as you're showing the right supplier, then it's going to tell you what um, expense category was used in the future. They're going to give you options to go for what was frequently used, or what was last used, and then you can set that as the default going forward and everything else. So 
should this just have been there since day one or is is this even a feature what's everyone saying on this one i think it's a feature and it's one i keep telling my staff to bloody use okay okay because they keep putting stuff in random places it's like it tells you where it's been <laughs> get on with it um so yeah, i when you're training interns or new bookkeeping staff or you pass the client onto a new person you can easily sit there for hours scrolling out loads and loads of notes to hand over that client. Yep. This saves a lot of time. Agreed. Because it gives them that history. And I really like that. So for me, it's a really good feature. Okay. So you'd go great, that high, or game changer? Not game changer. Okay, great. Okay. Ash, go for it. Yeah, I think there's got to be a great, a great little tool. I'm not really need to use it, but definitely if I was setting somebody up, um, and using a regular supplier, pop it in there, and then it should just you know, help you moving forward, definitely, for sure. Awesome. I thought this was one of three that could have potentially become a game changer for us. Um, but no, I'm, I'm happy if everyone else says great, then I'll go with the majority on that one. I, I can't praise this enough. I think you're right. Like training new staff, training new people, um, passing things on, like you know, as just said, absolutely brilliant. And even for me, like, I, you know, you, you come back to a client, 12 months down the line or something and you have a look at it and it's like or you're making an adjustment on their behalf and you can see what they've been doing with that transaction just makes it easier doesn't it it's just so much more simplified if we do it that way um i know you're going to say it's better than back returns i assume better than left hand and maybe better than work papers but does it go better than advance what's everyone's opinion yeah i think about there yeah i yeah, think no one can vote for it to go further. Cool. All right, come on. Now we're into the juicy stuff. New transfer options. So the idea here is that if you've got a transfer from one bank account to another, then instead of having that whole rigmarole of being able to post it and then having to match it and then hope that the client matches it and doesn't make a mistake and causes a bank reconciliation error, now when you match one, it should match both for you and do both at the same time. What we're we saying, Ash, go first. Whereabouts do you want to put this one? Now, I'd like to say game changer, but there are still occasions where it doesn't doesn't actually change the game. So um, I think that an example being if you've got two bank accounts uh, and one of them has been disconnected, you know, been disconnected for some reason. You could create the transfer and it might not. I'm, I'm you know, I could be wrong, but I'm sure this has happened quite recently yeah. where something's been entered as a transfer a week later that, oh, that bank's not connected, I've connected it, and now they've gone and put something on and they've duplicated, you know, created a duplication. So I think it's great, okay. um, but there are little times where it still doesn't quite work. Yeah. Jan? I think it, I'd like to say it's a game changer, but the thing that holds me back is the fact that it should have always been there. Yeah, true. It should like if we can match an invoice, we can match an expense, we can match a bill. We should have always been able to match a transfer. So for me, it's just great. It's like like how you can match your VAT return payments. Yeah, like the same. Oh yeah, no, wait, sorry, that's not a feature at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> and more on that one day. Um, yeah, you're right. It's you know what it would have. I would have just absolutely have argued to the nth degree this was a game changer with you and i'd have made sure that it'd be a game changer if 
it was still not that little bit buggy. Like I said there, the idea that sometimes it just doesn't work out right. I've had times when you go into a client and it just over completely takes over your banking screen. You can't do anything else until you've agreed these transfers that may or may not be right. And sometimes they're not even correct bank transfers, they're just incorrect data. So yeah, it's it's not quite, it's a fantastic solution. But like you said, if it was always there since day one, we would have had those updates by now. We would have improved things, would have moved these on. So whereabouts are we stick in this? Um, it's definitely going to be before work papers review. Is it before default expense category? Just say yeah or nay. Yeah. Yeah. What about advance? It's not looking likely, is it? Okay. Okay. Oh, and we've got also a fourth member of the team to just decide. So, Charlie, all I want you to do at this point is just go through and to see if there's anything out there that you think we've done wrong so far. You could be our our um, adjudicator on this one. So, team certification. Okay. We're a bit, bit, bit behind on uh, timing. Why? So, team certification. So, the idea here is. In as a QuickBooks online accountant user, you can have a look and see how many of your team members have actually gone and done their QuickBooks online course certification, advanced certification. So what we're saying, we're saying this is a game changer, great mayor. Johan, you want to go first on this one? Considering how long I was nagging for it, I'm going to say game changer. Right. Because I want to make sure my team are up to date with their training and certification at all times. And I can do that now without having to ring my account manager to list off who is and isn't certified and what in. Like, this enables us to ensure the training and quality is there of our team. I agree. I agree. Ash? Yeah, I mean, it makes no odds to me. So I'll leave that to you too. <laughs> that particular one. Um, I'm a team of one. So um, do, have I... Done my certification? Yes, I have. I'm okay. <laughs> you always knew what you had because you could it. see yours. Yeah. Have you not got the swag to prove it, Ash? Oh, no, you weren't one, the first 100. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I, I left it to two days before <laughs> the timer ran out. But, but what about from a kind of almost selfish point of view, Ash? If, you, if we stick our trainer hats on, doesn't this mean more people get trained? Isn't that a good thing? Um, from uh, well, more people will be getting the backsides kicked if they're not not got that training. So you'd have thought more people doing the certification. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. So great game changer. What we're we saying? Uh, I'll leave it with game changer. I'll go with Johan. Game changer. And Charlie, nice to see you. Nice. Thank you for uh, for coming. Um, what um, what Hello. would you say for team certification? Game changer. Great on there. Oh, it's de- I, for me, I would definitely not say game changer. I, somewhere between great and meh. Great and meh for you. Okay. Um, any any justifications for that one, why it wouldn't make game changer? I, d- I mean, it's a game changer to me is something, you know, you may just say, wow, this is so much better than the competition. I mean, I, 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 I'm happy for it to go in great. Um, game changer <laughs> seems a little bit excessive for something. Okay, no worries. Well, you know, I'd look at the features. Yeah, features again. I mean, I would use a product because the features are so amazing. Not this isn't a feature. It's very useful, but it's yeah. Yeah, I completely, completely understand that one. I am going to put it as game changer though because um, you know it's a training <laughs> feature, isn't it? So 
we've got two trainers on the call so you know that's where i'm i'm gonna put it there and uh, and we can uh, we push through what about merging contacts though now the brand new feature so just so everyone's aware beforehand to merge contacts you had to go and overwrite the name of the person you wanted to overwrite and then change it to the new name so now we have the chance to go in and use the merge contact button what's everyone's feature on this one who wants to go first on this one? Oh, i've dropped it already meh um, <laughs> every time i go to use this it's not working oh really that's controversial go for it which is not available at the moment is the message i get really as a concept though i love it okay okay and where would you stick it great mayor game changer it's not a game changer uh great but at this at the end of great i wouldn't say it outranks anything else on there fair play fair play ash um, well, for me, I suppose all it is is a shortcut to what I could do already, <laughs> because I knew how to merge things. Because I knew it, because I were trained. If I change the name, it will merge. So, um, to me, it's a there, because the feature was there. We've just basically created a shortcut to do it. So, I would argue a, a shortcut that actually makes people know it's there, because not a lot of people knew it was there. In fairness, but yeah, you, you're right. It's yeah, yeah. I can see why you put it as there. Charlie, go for it. Well, I've heard about this, but I've not seen it in action. Um, so okay. I, when you do what, you click the button and it then says, who would you like to merge it with? Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah, exactly. And it comes up with a screen on yeah. it as well. I mean... No, Hello? <laughs> we can just about hear you. Can you hear Go for it. Me? No? All right, Charlie, we'll, we'll come back various... to you on that one in a moment. Oh, all right. I mean, I, yeah, I would, I mean, it's not a huge change on just changing the name. So I, I, I go, I go, Lash, Meh. Okay. Uh, okay. I've got very. Okay, we got Meh out of that one. I yeah. think we'll leave it at Meh, to be honest, because, yeah, it's. You're right. It should never have been a feature we even talk about on here, should it? It should always have just been the fact that it was simple enough to do that. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely <laughs> needed it, but yeah. I think it's better than the new customer view, in my opinion. Everyone agree on that? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. And then we've got two more. That audit report shows exceptions. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sort of still on the sort of meh. Meh? Line for that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Right. Go on. Justification for meh? Um, I think, to be honest, I haven't really, haven't really had to use that VAT audit report. So I can say before, is it because before when you did the VAT audit report, it didn't include the exceptions. It just included exactly. what was in that period. And not it was incorrect, specifically basically. filed. So actually, yeah, no, thinking about it, I suppose that's a great thing that it should have. So that should be great. <laughs> uh, Charlie, do you want to go on your opinion on this one? I'll, I'll go great. Still, still not as good as the zero version of that, but, but it's, 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 it's great. It's okay. Fair play on the reporting. Uh, Johan, that zero's VAT reporting always was excellent. Brilliant. 
Nice one. Uh, Johan, you go first. Uh, go next. Um, yeah. It, it shouldn't have been a feature that we needed to have developed. It should have just been there. But, yeah, there's, it's either meh or it's the very last thing on great. Yeah. The very last great, I agree. Yeah. I I am going for the... I, I think it is the... I think it's great. I was potentially going to say Game Changer just because finally the audit report is right. I think that's, uh, you know, we can actually use that. And... We shouldn't be encouraging them and supporting them for doing what should have been there in the first place. <laughs> Very true, actually. Yeah, good point. So, yeah, that's why it shouldn't be a Game Changer. You're saying it's better than unfile that returns. Uh, sorry, worse than unfile that returns, though, if we're leaving it at the bottom of great, which is fine. I'm happy to agree with that. So we're saying that that feature that took all that time is better than unfiling back returns. And that's what the consensus says. All right. Now for the big one. All right. So that's that one talked about. <laughs> <laughs> no, generally new burger button. It's not even a feature, is it really? It's just a bit of a, no, it's just a, a bit of fun. It's, Surely for just, the passion you've put behind it, Aaron, that makes it a game changer. I thought it was a game changer. Finally, people can see what the burger button can do, but you know, it is there. So I think that is our definitive list. And Charlie, you're a, a, a adjudicator on this. You can shout up if anything's wrong. But what we're saying is the game changer of 2022 was the team certification. We think that from a great functionality, we've got test rules, advanced QuickBooks itself, uh, new transfer option, default expense category work papers review new left-hand navigation unfiled vat returns and finally vat audit reports with exceptions we think that mayor was merge contacts and new customer reviews they were kind of just extra features just added in there landlords and didn't come available so we couldn't bring that on and the new burger button was just a bit of a laugh to put in there anything on there charlie you think should be um outright moved have we got completely wrong or do you think you're happy with that list he's gone that is great to hear um, <laughs> just a bit of interaction from, the, from people ryan hi ryan hope you're having a good time should have already had it he was talking about there the vat audit report shows exceptions and you're right that's why i was not allowed to put it as a game changer i'm, I'm a bit worried because michael o'sullivan's rang me during this so while we're talking Ooh. about team certification so <laughs> Maybe I said something I shouldn't have done, or maybe it should never have been a, a game changer. With that, though, we are over time, so I do apologize for that one. But hopefully, uh, you guys have found that one good. I think we've got good lists there. I think we've uh, we've we've talked about it enough. I think a step up from twenty twenty one, in my opinion, we've got at least one game changer there. Um, not quite as strong as twenty twenty, but you know, maybe twenty twenty three is going to be our year going forward. Any final remarks on this before we uh, close out, people? I think it's interesting that there's so many great things there. When we know what big things they're working on in the pipeline, yeah. like what's potentially going to come out next year, MTD ITSA, books to tax or pro-tax, whatever we're calling it, etc. All that stuff coming out, that's major developments. So for that to them to also to deliver these bits on top, I think, yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, completely agree. I think 2023 should be a biggie. Ash, any final remarks on that? Yeah, no, I agree with Johan, really. I mean, we should see at the end of 2023, there should be some game changes in there. Um, yes. Because, 
you know, if I'll still got to say if really, you know, if the it's uh, does definitely go uh, ahead, then you know, we'll only be you know what four months away from April twenty four. Definitely, hundred percent. And um, you know, I think we'll still be going. Don't you worry. But when we are, I think there's going to be a great little list to go through. Charlie, anything you think on there that we we've got completely wrong as being the uh, the adjudicator for it? Excellent. I'm glad. That is fantastic. <laughs> it's always good to be reminded you don't. And my my final thing is again, thank you to um to if they'll come through. Thank you to Sage for sponsoring that segment of uh of our <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for for, for 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 promoting that for us. So the QuickBooks official list of features of 2022 brought to you by Sage. Wonderful. All right. Okay. So with that, then, um, that's, that is it for today. Again, sorry for going over time. Yeah, sorry I fell off, off my Wi-Fi. I was a bit lousy where I am. Brilliant. It's not much better where you are now, either. I, <laughs> I, I would have... Oh, I'm losing... Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's, uh, it's no better for you there, Charlie. Um, I I'm mute you. So I'm going I, again. Unfortunately, Charlie, I'm going to have to kick you from that one. Sorry about that. Uh, but really appreciate you joining us, Charlie. And um, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll do your outro for you. It's uh, about pushing you towards the Facebook group. So make sure you get yourself over to that Facebook group. We've got lots of people on there. Um, and we'll make sure that um, we get him back on next week to talk about it properly. Uh, Johan Ash, do you want to give a quick outro before we get going? Um, no, just say, you know, I hope everyone has a great Christmas and uh, and even better 2023. So take care. Nice one. Yeah, Yeah, uh, just make sure everyone joins us for Ask the Accountant. We've still got a few more weeks before Christmas. We're not breaking up just yet for that. Uh, watch out for Ask the Accountant. We have cool friends. Our special episode. Is that going out on Friday, Aaron? We hope so. Yeah, we think it's going to be there. Cool. That's exciting. We're looking forward to that one. Um, it actually looks like we've done it professionally this time, which makes a nice change <laughs> rather than just two of us going live. Um, but yeah, no, for all our QuickBooks Labs listeners, thank you for tuning in all year. Have a wonderful Christmas and we'll see you in 2023. I just want to say a big thank you for our team. So, Johan, Ash, Charlie, thank you very much for coming with us each and every month. I personally think this. Uh, podcast has gone from strength to strength now so a big thank you to both all three of you for putting your time in and talking us through the changes that have happened with quickbooks online um i have a special outro for today so i'm going to be putting a, a bit of a bit of a homage to quickbooks i thought being the, the final episode of the year we'll uh, we'll put that on so we're not gonna have our normal outro we're gonna have a bit of a different one but then we'll see you in the new year so thank you everyone been a blast and we're looking forward to 2023 we've got some great things coming in the world of quickbooks and we've got some potential surprises in the world of quickbooks labs as well so we will see you in the new year thank you very much everyone Bye Bye thank you as an accountant i've got something to say i'd like to introduce you to a whole new way to help small business clients it's easy as one Two, one, two, three, four. QuickBooks Online. Accounting you can customize. Just sit back and relax. It works with over 300 apps. 
It can sync up with PayPal or Shopify And with Fathom you can analyze With Fundbox you'll get paid instantly While Stitch Labs tracks your inventory QuickBooks Online QuickBooks Online And save money and time